Welcome back, everybody, to another awesome episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast with yours truly, Ryan Chavez. And I have a very, very special guest. It's a throwback guest for you all today. He's actually the first guest I believe we've ever had on the show. And that is Chip Walker, the head pharmacist at Columbia Care in New York City. And Chip, we are so, so happy to have you to talk about post-procedural pain. Yeah. This is a cool one, right? Yeah, this is a great one. No, this is great. Yeah, absolutely. How, how are you doing, Chip? How's it going? Doing good, doing good. So excited to be back on the show. Thanks. Thank you to, to Ryan and Jack, who's not here today with us. And so we're missing him. But um, uh, it's exciting to be back and, and you know, sh- share some things and talk about talk through some, some ideas and um, some stuff about pain. So. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we love talking about pain and how cannabis can help that. Yeah, here. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one, of our, one of our favorite things to talk about. And so I, I and this is actually um, the reason we wanted to have you come on is because we've had a few people write in about this in, yeah. in you know, recent uh, history here, I should say. And so we always like we mentioned like to have the experts come on and, and talk about it themselves. So uh, I guess I'll just kind of jump into it, Chip, and, and fire away at a few questions here and we'll just kind of get roll into it. Yeah. Um, I guess the first thing, you know, just that we want to talk about are considerations that we should be just attentive to uh-huh. um, prior to maybe utilizing cannabis and, and prior to our surgery. If you could just kind of like give us a bird's eye view of some things that you'd want to consider before a surgery, after surgery, cannabis use, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, just to kick us off. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's a great question. So, uh, you know, maybe uh, or even the. Uh, to rephrase a bit, like where to start or where, like what to do at the beginning or something like, but, um, no, mm-hmm. I think, I think it's, I think number one thing, it's really important to understand what the procedure is that you're having done. So there's several different types of surgeries. You can be going into several different types of procedures, um, where you, you might have something and, and you're going to need pain control or pain relief afterwards. So, um, there's ones where, you know, you're put under you, your uh, sedatives are given, um, pretty, um, to, to control, you know, put you to sleep so that uh, you don't feel anything while it's going on. And then um, there's ones that are more, you know, you consider like outpatients or something like that, where you just got local anesthetic um, to kind of numb the area. Maybe you're having a, 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 some sort of something removed from your skin or, or um, mm-hmm. a small little procedure, something like that, some stitches for a cut to kind of put in and you're going to have pain afterwards. Um, and so it's important to, to, to really know that there's a distinction, obviously, between those two things. So um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I think I think it, it people recognize that, but to, but just to understand that kind of to get going is, is that it's important to understand what what is the procedure that you're going to be having done. Um, and I think it's mm-hmm. important to talk to to the doctors that are going to be doing the procedure too, and and uh, let them know what your history is with with cannabis. So they're not going to judge you. They're not going to get angry. Um, but it's important for them to understand. Uh, what your use is, so and what what your plans are. So, um, you know, if you go in for a minor procedure, they might tell you on the way out the door, uh, you know, take some ibuprofen or Tylenol over the counter just for pain control after that. Um, but they might uh, they might be a little uh, give you a little more different advice if you're like, well, what if I wanted to use cannabis or something like that? So, um, mm-hmm. just being upfront with those types of things, I think, is is important. Um, and, yeah. and, and again, understand there's a distinction between the different types of surgeries you might be having. Yeah, and I think that's something that a lot of people don't like being upfront about. But I, I think it's important, like you just said, 
when you're talking to your doctor, they've they've I just have to go into my head like this. Like they they have heard it all, mm-hmm. right? Like exactly. they've heard it all, they've seen it all. So like there's nothing that you're gonna tell them that is gonna shock them, right. probably. So yeah, so so that's that's a really good point. Just give them the information and with their medical knowledge, let them tell you what their thoughts are. Right. right. So yeah, that, that makes sense. Um and so a lot of people like for pain control would be considering using cannabis before surgery, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, I guess, you know, what would be the difference, if in your opinion, between using cannabis for, you know, pain control, for example, or an opioid uh, prescription yeah. for pain control? Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I know you've talked about this on the show before in the past, but uh, uh, there's obviously different effects on your body. So opioids, addicting opioids can have some serious effects on your breathing if um, – there can be um, a lot of issues that go on with your body. Now, they do provide good pain relief, but there is a cap. And so um, if you have a pretty serious surgery, um, sometimes you max out on the amount of, of opioids you can take. Um, and that's where I think cannabis has a great role. Um, even even CBD, um, there was a really, I was, while we were kind of looking at this topic and, and I was kind of doing some initial research, I, I found a really great article that looked at different doses of CBD um, and they found that a, a 50 milligram dose um, helped to uh, relieve pain um, almost uh, uh, 75% more um, when using it with opioids compared to like not. So um, if you got some mm. good CBD and you took 50 milligrams along with your uh, kind of normal prescribed pain regimen, um, it's going to uh, really benefit you and help to control your pain even more Um by reducing swelling, just kind of synergistic effects with the other kind of pain relievers. Um, yeah, I was. That makes sense because I, I feel like, and I haven't heard that, but it, the reason that would make sense to me is because uh, the CBD has that anti-inflammatory, uh, you know, property that is a lot of the reason why people are in pain in the first place, right? Exactly. And so, so, so that would really assist with. Uh, with, with kind of speeding up that recovery process, it seems. So that's that's interesting. Yeah. I, I guess – yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say too, um, oh. there was another one about uh, uh, looking at oral surgery. And so um, uh, we all know our mouths are full of bacteria. They're pretty gross. Um, Mine's not. Mine's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, uh, and so when you have oral surgery, there's a big risk of infection. Um but uh, that makes sense. Using using uh, cannabis because it has some antiviral, has some antibacterial. That's properties. right. Um, you know, it can really help to aid and speed up that uh, kind of oral recovery. Um, maybe not smoking because that can be damaging to, to that. But edibles are uh, yeah. would be a great choice to kind of take um, if you've had some sort of dental procedure or oral surgery to really help. You're going to get normal antibiotics too. Um, but, but you can add this on and and really kind of help to prevent that infection and promote healing, um, after like a, you know, post kind of like oral surgery. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. And uh, like tablets and tinctures are probably best for that. I would assume. Tinctures may be vaping. I guess vaping. It could be. Yeah. Uh, I think vaping would be okay. Definitely not smoking. Um, tinctures a lot of time have alcohol in them. So you would want to avoid that. Um, because yeah, that's going to really irritate any type of, um, any type of open, any cut, any open cut in your, <laughs> any your mouth. Cut? Any any cut in your mouth. So. <laughs> that would be horrible to think that you're going to be 
doing something to yourself that's going to be like beneficial and yeah. instead you're just like pouring more gas on the fire right yeah yeah so. <laughs> just getting guys burning it's like what it's like i thought this was to help me but it's hurting so yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly but i think um, vaping would probably be okay um uh with, oh vaping yeah, yeah that makes sense yeah yeah but i would smoke I mean, tinctures i would avoid um yeah at all costs yeah that makes yeah, yeah. that makes sense <laughs> and, and I mean, are there risks of adverse interactions when you're using cannabis? I'm curious about that. Yeah. Also, there, it, there yeah. actually can be. Yeah. Um, okay. So if you're if you are getting put under, so if you're going to be going for a pretty major procedure, um, uh, let's say you're having like some sort of orthopedic surgery done, you have an injury to a knee, shoulder, something like that, you're going to be getting some repair work done there. They're going to put you to sleep. Um, and it, it, it's really important to discuss that with the anesthesiologist beforehand uh, because um, cannabis use, can, especially frequent cannabis use, can lead to uh, requiring higher doses of anesthetics where they're going to calculate all the other things that you need. Um, and they might not factor that into their calculations and you might not be um, effectively put to sleep for the surgery. So, um, you know, there's all these... <laughs> so you may be awake so while they're cutting awake. you open. Yeah, that yeah. is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> oh so my god! It's an important thing to disclose there. Um, uh, yeah. Wow. Um, and I, I well, I yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Say, uh-huh. um, two. I think it's good to avoid smoking before you're going to go into those situations too. So if you're going to be doing it, um, give yourself a couple of days break, uh, two or three days beforehand, um, just so that your body there can be some inflammation that happens just from the temperature of. of smoking and things like that, that, you, that your body is, is capable of healing and fixing. But um, if you're going into surgery and you're going to be put to sleep, they, they're going to be using breathing um, machines or something to help you kind of breathe, you, um, putting a mask on, giving you oxygen, things like that. You just want to make sure that your body is is uh, as prepared and able to get through the surgery um, that you're, that you're, you know, t- uh, top, and is top this, level. Uh, yeah, and uh, would you... Uh, so what's funny is like when I used to have uh, things done with my teeth, talking about oral surgery, mm-hmm. right? Um, she she would my dentist would you know just stick me with anesthesia shot after anesthesia shot, and I came to the thought that like the fact and she was kind of shocked. She's like, "Wow, this isn't working for you, yeah. much anesthesia." Yeah, yeah. And what I did before that, and this is years ago. Uh, I wish I would have talked to you about this years ago yeah. uh, because what I did before that was I I was like, "All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna get ready for this. I'm gonna load up." And I think I did like some one to ones or something like that, yeah. like you know, try and get some. At which, I, but then I was feeling every little prick, you yeah. know, and and punch it. And the anesthesia was not working. Yeah. So I think that like. There's, I think CBD is is okay, right? It seems, yeah, but like yeah. maybe when you get into like the THC land, you're gonna want to like dial that back a little bit because I don't think there's a way for, and you, you tell me what you think, but it doesn't seem like there's a way for THC to be able to assist with super intense pains that anesthesia can assist with. It's more yeah. like long term chronic type stuff, right? right? That we typically are looking at. Yeah, and and that could be that could be why that's you know the case i would think yeah no absolutely no and that's that is actually a great point to make um too that that uh thc can heighten our senses right so that's kind of part of yeah. the euphoria that's part of the high that's, that's right. part of the experience and so pain uh especially uh, acute or kind of like that um, instant kind of pain or that, that kind of short-term pain um 
you're really going to feel that a lot more if you are are really feeling the THC. So if you're if you're um, interesting you know, kind of smoker taking edible before, right before one of those procedures, it's probably not a good idea because you are going to feel it. You're going to need more more anesthesia, more local um, shots or, or things like that to kind of overcome uh, the cannabinoids in your system. Um, yeah. So so making sure that you're going into it, uh, you know, you know, very clean. Um, give yourself like a couple of days. Uh, but yeah, that, that heightened sense of, of feeling that um, immediate kind of pain, um, it, it, it can make the pain feel worse. And so we definitely don't want don't want that. So um, it, it, it almost it fascinates me because I, I, I was going through this in my head for at least a year or two when I would mm-hmm. be going like, what is that four four dentist visits, I guess is what yeah. that is in two years. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so I, I was um, but I it makes sense that your body may build. I don't know if it's a tol. It can't build a tolerance, to- but like it's almost like cannabis builds a tolerance to the anesthesia, right? And yeah. to some extent, it seems. And it's like not utilizing cannabis for a few days will allow your body, when it gets that anesthesia, to like kind of like not using cannabis for a few days, right? Like you yeah. don't use THC for a few days, you use it, and all of a sudden you're like way higher than you typically are exactly. if you're using it every day, right? So it's almost like the same thing before a surgery. You want those, if they're if you're going to be getting cut open for that surgery, you want those those drugs to work. Right. And so you want it to be effective. Right. And and that would make a lot of sense to maybe cut back on your THC. Would it be, what do you think, cut back on CBD use as well? I think, things like that? Or I mean, just... Well, yeah, I think it's good to, to kind of just dial back slightly. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, Afterwards, that's a different story. But pre pre surgery, I think it's good to just kind of to to, to you, just like you're saying. Interesting. Uh, uh, you want the drugs that they're giving you to work. So you know you're going for a procedure. There's a reason that you're going to do this. So um, you know make sure that you you are as prepared. Your body is as ready for this procedure as it possibly can be, no matter how minor or major it is going to be. Um, um, yeah. there, there's a little overlap too in the receptor systems. So sometimes yeah. you can be de- desensitizing your kind of uh, pain receptors, um, even though they're not necessarily in the endocannabinoid system. Um, you can have some slight overlap with uh, some of the way that the pain receptors see things, and you can be desensitizing them. And so you're going to feel those pains a little bit more uh, because you're kind of blocking them with, with the, the cannabis use. So um, that is that is really interesting. I because I, I, that's something that I, I like. I said I've always wondered about ever since I had those experiences because yeah. I never used to have them in the past. And then all of a sudden, I I thought that I was going to be walking into that dental chair and I was going to be like so cool and like yeah. I don't even I don't even need the anesthesia, yeah. man. Like I'm ready. Yeah. Oh, it's a, it was a complete. She like ran out of juice. Like she just kept like like shooting it. It was just like unbelievable. Oh, I gotta go back um, to the cabinet and get another vial of. Uh, <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. I, I had to stop and be like, "Is this normal?" Yeah. Like, do you, like, you know, and I, I end up telling her, "I'm like, just so you know, like, this is what I do before." Yeah. And she's like, "It's possible that that could be an yeah. issue." And I'm like, "All right." Yeah. So, so I consider go. that for yeah. next time. No. Yeah. And then, I, then the pandemic hit, and I never went to the dentist again. Right. So it's like. <laughs> yeah. You're at home all the time. Like, you need teeth now that you're at home yeah. all the time, right? So. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um. That, no, that's that's really interesting. Thank you for clarifying and touching on that. Um, so we have that like before the surgery, right? Like before the surgery, we're talking about like like what we should be doing to yeah. make sure that our surgical procedure is is comfortable and we're not feeling every prick and poke, right? right. Like that's what we want to do before. After the surgery, the healing process, 
does that i'm assuming that changes right and and if i'm right about that if, would you mind kind yeah, of explaining how yeah. you think that changes yeah healing process definitely yeah mm -hmm. post-surgery is a different story um you know like i said before i think that 50 milligram dose of cbd is a, is a good good number to kind of go at there um getting some thc especially if you had a major surgery uh it's going to help um with all of your kind of your pain management pain management regimen and um Reducing your pain helps with healing. So, it, it, so less pain is it promotes healing. Um, it just helps your body to be able to kind of. Uh, uh, pain is a detriment because it's a stressor. So you're gonna get all of these um, things kind of going on that, that are gonna make you not heal as well because uh, you're feeling that pain um, and it causes an endorphin release and things like that. Uh, well, it's it causes anxiety, anxiety right? And anxiety, then anxiety, yeah, exactly. yeah. It, anxiety causes stress. Stress can cause more inflammation, Absolutely. right? Yeah. And and that just kind of all circles back. Yeah. And so, I would imagine cannabis, like, would just like would it? It, it doesn't seem like cannabis ever has this like this huge monumental impact that is just like completely blowing everything. I mean, it does, but it's almost like it, it touches everything from a very fundamental level. Yeah. Right. Like, and, and I'm, with that being said, I, I under, like, I guess the, there's the pain receptors there. THC hits it, the CBU and then boom, like everything else is, you know, it kind of cuts it off that way. But I feel like a lot of the, the healing that you get out of cannabis is stemming from the fact that it's it's cutting it's it's hitting the root of the problem for everything that you're dealing with right right it, it seems to be the case yeah yeah um, definitely yeah um and I, another thing too another point um like we were talking about before is in, in enhancing those kind of sensations and those feelings so if you're directly post-surgery um you don't don't take as much as you're kind of used to kind of taking so then you're going to feel all those things a little bit better give yourself a couple more days I think it's good to use. I think it's a great tool to use, uh, but dial your doses back a little bit. So just to give you a little bit of a real world example, I had a minor, minor skin procedure done uh, a couple of years ago um, mm -hmm. and, and where I had to have a, a few places, a few little skin cancer spots kind of removed. Um, and it, they have to get pretty deep, create a pretty big hole to make sure they get kind of all of the stuff. And so um, and this, it, and it pulls the skin really tight. So there's a lot of swelling, a lot of tension kind of there. Um, and, and it was on my face so every time I smiled or moved or talked or blinked, mm. like you could feel that kind of like pressure, kind of like you get yeah. that black eye or something, you know, you're going to feel it or, or you bump your head or whatever. Um, yeah. And so, but I found that, that just a little bit of THC, I actually got it real tied into right around seven milligrams, um, was the exact amount that I needed to kind of take away the pain. I didn't feel any of that. I didn't feel the THC, so I didn't feel like the effects didn't feel high or anything like that but it really helped to like manage the pain. Um, and then I would kind of be like, wow, I don't really feel this. I don't feel that, that, that aching that I would kind of feel. And then it would start to wear off. And you know, a couple hours later, four or five hours later, when it would start to wear off, I'd just take another little bit of dose. And, and then um, similar like you would do with ibuprofen or, or Tylenol or something like that. So, um, you know, that was what worked for me. Now, obviously doses are different for every single person. So, um, yeah. uh, but you want to, you, you, you can find that that's, what is good for for you to kind of use, um, just use less. Make sure you, you kind of dial it back so that you're not feeling that. And then as it kind of um, started healed, you know, got a little bit better day after day after day after day, about four or five days post uh, kind of the surgery, I was able to increase my doses a little bit back to where I was kind of normally feeling because my body was healing um, and it was, and it didn't really feel that uh, intense anymore. Wow. Um, what I wanted to ask just from what you just said there, 
how did you find the seven milligrams, which was a perfect fit for you? That's what I wanted to ask you. Like, how did you get to that number? Like, how did you know? Like, that's such a specific number yeah. to get to. Yeah, yeah, right? um, yeah. So I think it was about my fourth dose that I had taken. So the first time I did like five and I was like, all right, this is not enough. And I think the second time I did 10 and then I was just like, oh, that, that doesn't feel like that's too much. Cause then I was like, just thinking about it, focused on the pain and like, I couldn't like, um, and, and really, so you like, felt yeah. more pain. Yeah. Yeah. You felt more pain. I was like, it, it was wow. like, I, I, I started getting like, I wasn't really, you know, 10 milligrams is, uh, for some people that's a lot. Some people that's not a lot. Um, uh, for me, that's, yeah, that's great. On, the, on the lower side of what I would normally kind of do, but it was enough for me to kind of like feel a little bit. And I was just like, fo- I couldn't stop focusing on the pain. Like, so my mind was just going to the procedure I had just had done. Um, it was going to everything that was kind of going on, especially if it was on my face. So it was like, it, it, like just like we said, it was increasing my anxiety, increasing my stress a little bit, kind of making me um, hypersensitive to what to everything that was kind of going on. Um, so then I, I dialed it back a little bit more, and, and I think I did like, I think I did like, a, a, I think I might have tried seven. Maybe, so maybe it was the third dose. I was like, I'm just gonna try seven, and then I hit seven, and I was like, this is perfect. And then I just kept that seven milligram dose. Um, cause I had a tincture where I could like draw it up and get like an exact real kind of concentration. I got I knew exactly yeah. what I was kind of getting there. Um, and, and then that was just worked. That just worked for me. So it, it, it just, it's such a, it's a thought that doesn't ever really occur to me that if you use too much THC, it could like make the pain worse. But, but it, what makes sense is that you're so focused, like you get mm-hmm. hyper-focused, I think on the present moment or on something, right? Yeah, yeah. That I think that is like what you're saying, kind of what, what, when you're focused on pain, it's going to hurt more, it's gonna hurt right? More. Like yeah, it's just, yeah. it's just going to hurt more. Yeah, so yeah. I think, yeah, it, it, that is so interesting. So you just basically, um, you would just start at a five milligram and you just, you went up to 10, you found yeah. that you're, still was too much and then you kind of dialed it back a little bit so you had exactly. to do some titrating there i guess and, yeah, yeah 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 um that's really interesting and then the seven just worked magic and so i was just like well this is just i then i didn't have to take any ibuprofen i didn't take any tylenol i didn't do um or advil you know the, the, uh, so um and i was just able to just and that's that well, well that well we were we just did an episode i mean um recently and the 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 Advil and the Tylenol, I mean, they can help with the inflammation, but um, there's like, there, there's, they, they actually disrupt the, the stomach tract is what I understand, the so stomach t- lining. Yeah, so ibuprofen. Yeah. ibuprofen because they're not selective. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. So ibuprofen, um, uh, it, it can, so your stomach lining, the, the coating of your stomach um, is a very similar um, piece uh, to what's circulating your blood, the, the, the target for ibuprofen. Um, uh, and so if you take too much of it, um, or any anti-inflammatory, so any, any, um, NSAIDs, which are, stands for non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. Um, so any mm-hmm. NSAIDs, all, they all are, are, um, they're non-selective. So they'll, they'll like, just like you said, so they, they hit it all. And so you yeah. take too many NSAIDs. And your your stomach lining doesn't produce that protective factor fast enough to kind of prevent it. So you take too much, and then it, you essentially create a hole in that protective lining. Um, then your stomach acid gets into that hole and just eats away that your the lining of your stomach uh, because it doesn't have that protective barrier anymore. Um, and so it, it, Tylenol doesn't do that, so, but uh, Tylenol can be harmful to your liver. 
So you take too much Tylenol, it can be damaging to your liver um, because your liver, your liver cannot produce the metabolizing enzymes to kind of um, get rid of the Tylenol fast enough if you take too much of it. So. Wow. Yeah. And it's, it, it's just crazy because these are all things that, you know, we're told by our doctor and, and, and they don't have like, they're not always every now and then these things are good. I mean, I take them every now and then, right, you know, too, right. and you have to, and, but like, it, it's just, it, it's crazy that there isn't ever the recommendation often, at least for cannabis, which is selective and where it targets, right? right? Like we can have something that will take care of the inflammation and not touch the stomach lining. Exactly. Right. And, yeah. and, and that is like, the therapeutic effectiveness of that, I think, is is just I don't know. I don't understand. I mean, I do understand why we're not looking into it more. It's all politics, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like yeah. why not, right? Yeah. So that's that's why we that's why we come on here and we talk about it. Exactly. You know? so yeah. Complain about it too occasionally. So <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Now, uh, I guess the the other thing, um, you know, th- this this is all this all makes a lot of sense and is all really good stuff. Um, to tactically go about like like you know going after this type of stuff, like using cannabis, like post surgery, are there cannabinoids that we kind of touched on this a little bit yeah. before, are yeah. there cannabinoids that you would say are better than others yeah. for the most part? Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously the two major ones, THC and CBD, I think, um, mm-hmm. CBG could be another one. If you can find something that has some good CBD in it only because it's kind of like the precursor for all other cannabinoids. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I love CBG. So, yeah. Um, but honestly, I, I really, you know, I think I wish I would have done a little more kind of personal uh, research on the CB or, you know, using more CBD when I kind of had my surgeries just to see how I reacted. Um, I really was more focused on the THC because I was thinking more about um, pain. Yeah, pain and, and um, mm-hmm. just kind of really, I was just curious to see how it works. We know that uh, THC use is great for chronic pain, um, but there really wasn't, or and this was a couple of years ago, I, I hadn't um, found a lot of things about using it for acute pain. So I was just kind of curious on myself and I was like, look, I'm in pain. It was a relatively minor procedure. Um, so this is a great way for me to just kind of do use myself as a guinea pig a little bit and just see what kind of happens. Um, and so, but I, so I think the major, I think if we're going to choose one, uh, look at CBD, get some CBD, get that 50 milligram dose, which is a little bit more than most, um, kind of, most places are going to give you like a 25 or a 30 kind of mm-hmm. for your dose. You will have to take kind of like two, two, what you would consider two doses at one time just to kind of get to that 50 milligram level. Uh, but that's, yeah. you know, it's not going to make you feel any of those hyper-focused effects um, and, and can really promote healing by reducing the inflammation um, can also be uh, antibacterial in its own right um, and antiviral. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I think, um, you know, the CBD would be the one to really focus on. That makes sense. I mean, it seems to be the one that provides the most like healing, I would say, and, and that right. that is probably not not even like really that correct because they all provide healing, right? <laughs> but yeah. but CBD like t- seems to be like THC tends to be the one that is more about all right. You got to do something mentally, or is there something mentally you have to work on, right? Whether it's pain perception or it's like getting over you know like depression or whatever it may be. Right. And then the CBD tends for me it seems to be long term therapeutic. Like yeah. what is the long term? Like how how do you fix this? And and the reason and Again, you're the expert here, but it, it, that natural uh, pathway mm-hmm. of action that that CBD utilizes to take care of things seems to be the reason, in my opinion, why it just ends up being, I don't want to say the better cannabinoid, that's not the right word, but like just yeah. the more maybe efficient cannabinoid when it comes to your health, right? Yeah. Maybe that's totally. what it is. Yeah. Like overall uh, general health. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, um, 
I, I mean, I don't know what a great analogy is to kind of compare it, but um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I think THC is the fun one, right? THC is the, the Saturday night uh, going out to, to oh, yeah. having fun because um, it's you know, what, what gives you that high. And then CBD is the one that uh, uh, is just a, your nice, easy, everyday um uh, kind of that balance. I'll take that, care you know, of you. Just come back to me. Exactly. I'll take care of you. Yeah, yeah. So, and then, you know, I think it's because it's not as, as fun and flashy, it gets uh, kind of thrown by the wayside, even though it's it's got some incredible benefits. So. I, I cannot use THC without CB, whatever I can, but yeah. it's like, I, I, I don't like doing that. Right. Yeah. Like I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I eventually start feeling a little groggy and just my, I'm not thinking as sharp and yeah. I don't feel as good. I, I, I love a, you know, a little bit of both yeah. if I can Absolutely. on a regular basis. Um, and it's, it's funny. Cause I think when you first start using cannabis, you really are into the euphoria, the high, cause it's a feeling that you've never felt before. Right. right? And, and so it's really exciting, yeah. but then you know, you, you start realizing, well, it, it, I can't be high like this all the time, right? right? Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. like, there's more yeah. things like, and it's not, a, it's not efficient to move through life like this. So, yeah. you know, CBD and I love CBG too. CBG is kind of my, my jam. I take a nugget of both yeah. uh, every day and I grind it up and I vape that, yeah. but it's, um, yeah, CBD and CBG. It's great. But, um, yeah, I, I would say that that makes a lot of sense. Any terpenes? I'm curious. Like, do you know of? I don't. I know yeah, we didn't. We, I, um, I mean, there's definitely. I mean, I think um, uh, myrcene and limonene are, are kind of have some antibacterial and antiviral properties on them. I think actually a lot of the terpenes yeah. do on their own. Um, yeah. And and so, um, but I think most most cannabis is pretty high in limonene and, and myrcene. Myrcene is kind of like the two yeah. main ones there. Myrcene's great for anxiety as well. Um, so mm-hmm. the, that's going to help build, like we said, the stress and kind of everything that's kind of going on. Um, so, yeah. uh, yeah, I think, um, awesome. Those are, those are some good ones, but you're going to find those in most strains already. So, so, um, yeah, the mercine will, will knock you down if you have enough of that. That'll yeah. be, that'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> lemonade, lemonade will help you go to the party that we're talking about. Right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's one, of, I love that one. It's one of my favorites, but, um, Chip, this is great. This has uh, been really interesting. Uh, I, I think our listeners are going to love this. Um, all of you out there, you know, taking a listen. I, I think this is really interesting stuff that a lot of things that I haven't even considered either when I was researching some of these in the past. But, um, Chip, yeah. I, I, I didn't have any more questions for anything else you wanted to add. Uh, where, where can we find more information? Anything like that? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, you know, we, you know, we've... Um talked about this before but like looking uh google scholars where i found a lot of some good stuff on there but um yeah, yeah. um no i think um that's a good place to kind of go and look and find some good information if you're looking for some real hard science that's a good spot yeah absolutely yeah. well we will go ahead and take a look at that and uh chip i, I hey it has been a it's been great to have you i think it's been a year man I it's been so. great to have yeah. you back on so glad, yeah glad yeah back this is a lot of fun so i love coming on the show anytime so yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll, we'll have you back again, as always. And uh, I hope all of you out there listening, you all enjoyed as well. And you took a few nuggets from this. I certainly did. And uh, I want to thank you all also for coming back on and, and listening to us. And you can find more information about the show at the com. You can also go to uh, Instagram or Twitter and look at our handles at the Cannabis Seed. We have to do a little bit more work recently on those. Uh, but you guys can uh, can send us a lot of uh, emails that you've been doing. Continue to send us those communications at thecannabisc at gmail.com. And uh, we love those. And, and guys, don't forget, uh, pass this along, this information along to anybody that uh, you think could be helped from this information, loved ones, friends. And always, please, um, if this was helpful for you, 
please go on the store, the app store, the which is Spotify or iTunes, wherever you're listening to this, and give us a rating because all that does is it helps that us get to the top of the charts. And when we do that, more people get this information. When more people get this information, the world is a better place for all of us. So that is what we're looking for. Um, thank you all again for coming on. We cannot wait to see you guys next week. Chip, awesome to see you again. Thanks, yeah, uh, you too. Awesome. We will see you guys again another awesome episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. Have a great week. listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season one of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at DopeHistory.com.